There are 24 hours in a day. You can take 10 minutes to listen about some wrestling. Welcome to the O Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, CW. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Make sure to hit that bell on YouTube and subscribe to the podcast on any and all podcasting platforms. Tell a friend and tell your mama. It's 10 minutes of wrestling talk. Let's get after it. There's something that we, and by we I mean me, have not addressed yet in terms of this new sale of WWE. Who the hot button topic. It's going to be on everyone's mind for the next six months or so. Trust me. We have to talk about Vince McMahon's booking versus Triple H's booking. It's not that hot of a topic. I think we've all collectively agreed that Vince McMahon's booking was bad and Triple H's booking is good. But I had to stop and really think about it when Vince announced on national television that he would be back in creative in some type of way. We all know it's a big way because he's a narcissist, but he's back in creative, taking on, you know, high level creative uh, input, whatever that means. But I had to sit down and think, what exactly does that mean? And what is the difference between what Vince would book versus what is Triple H's, you know, booking strategy? Let's think long term, not long term. Let's think high level in terms of like big storylines and um, championships and, and kind of who's the guy, who's the gal running, you know, the face of the company. If you look back on the past three to four years, there's really only been Roman Reigns at the top. The women's division has kind of fluctuated between, you know, the the four horse women, mostly Charlotte. Let's be fair. Charlotte was Vince's, you know, go to. After he got ousted, Triple H was handed this company handed the creative and saying you know take it over do do what you got to do keep running keep running the show and from that point on Triple H kind of did a really good job of keeping the ship steered in the right direction getting us to mania and then would potentially you know close out a lot of the storylines that he was handed and start his own thing up but yeah looking back on the past few years the storylines that people enjoy the most this to to this day were Vince's ideas I know it's hard to grasp that but the bloodline was a Vince McMahon idea or at least came to fruition within a Vince McMahon era Judgment Day was 100% a Vince McMahon thing with Edge again Edge pitched it and, and Vince signed off um, Happy Corbin was a Vince McMahon thing. Even though Happy Corbin wasn't as fun, Sad Corbin was one of the greatest angles ever made. And they're trying to get him back to that in some form or fashion. And I don't, I don't know how well it's working, but it, they're doing it. Sami Zayn started out, you know, under the McMahon era. He joined the bloodline. That was a McMahon thing. Now, the difference being 
Vince McMahon is very fickle. The man plays with his toys in a very ADHD way. He, he has his interest in this thing and then something else will crop up and then he will put down what he was playing with and then he'll play with something else and then normally forget that he was playing with something else before. Triple H isn't like that. He, he Triple H nurtures the storylines that he was handed and that leads me to the difference between the two. We all were super invested in the bloodline, which is a Vince McMahon thing. I would ask, is there a storyline between any character that Triple H has either brought back or, you know, was a Triple H person in NXT that you were invested in outside of, like, Gunther? There really hasn't been. I think Gunther as a pet project for Triple H is a huge success. Gunther is, like I said, a main man had a fantastic triple threat match with Sheamus and Drew on uh, night two. Yeah, night two of uh, Mania. Tore the house down. Definitely match of the night. But everyone else that uh, Triple H has brought back or nurtured from NXT up to the main roster hasn't truly paid off. Or people that he just brought back in general. Bray Wyatt collapsed. Karrion Cross collapsed. Uh, Candice LeRae, no momentum. Mia Yim, disappeared uh dexter loomis gone johnny gargano just booked into the dirt i can keep going there are not a lot of triple h projects that have resonated with the fans and the thing that has resonated have been vince mcmahon's sort of pet projects i'm not saying that vince gets it right all the time but everything that vince has booked or at least put in motion has been the popular thing up until today. That includes like Bianca Belair and uh, Becky Lynch and all the, all this stuff. This is all Triple H's stuff. Uh, Vince's stuff. I think where Triple H has a leg up is that again he nurtures storylines versus kind of flippantly tosses stuff he doesn't think is working or give anything a chance. But also he allows, and this is I'm just speculating here. He works with and allows the writers to be writers. Production gets to explore the space. I want you to think about wrestling as a visual medium that has multiple layers. When the camera turns on, you have your foreground or whatever you're supposed to be watching. You have your middle ground, which is directly behind them. And then you have your background. During a Triple H production, he utilizes all parts of that space. He plays with the space and he puts things in the back for East as Easter eggs or he puts, you know, other storylines happening in the background for you to pay attention to and, and look at and go, oh, what's going on over there? He, he uses camera angles to kind of shift your eye certain places. This is not just Triple H. This is the actual production team being like, well, what if we did this? I guarantee you, because as a creative, I have had to pitch, you know, what if we tried it this way so that we can get X, Y, and Z to happen to someone above me and they'll be like, yeah, that, that's great. And then they will, you know, obviously get the credit uh, for that decision. <laughs> but not all the time, not all the time. Uh, but Triple H is definitely allowing his team to be the professionals that they are. Another thing is, and this is key, this is what I came down to, this is what 
made me very you know adamant that Triple H has to stay in the creative role in some capacity. I don't care if it's you know a little. He has to have a say, hopefully a lot of say. Triple H's booking and storytelling allows fans to feel smart. Vince's booking tells us he thinks we're dumb. That's the difference. When Triple H books something, he puts the onus on you to kind of decipher the things in the background. Hence the Bray Wyatt White Rabbit thing that everyone was going crazy for. Fans ate that up because they were allowed to figure stuff out. They worked together to figure out something that was happening on screen. Vince, however, will spoon feed you stuff as if you're a flipping moron. And he'll play replays of matches that directly happened after just really bizarre things. Very low, uh, lowest common denominator stuff. So hopefully Triple H's booking remains and his storytelling remains because again, you want to feel like you're a part of the story or that you're figuring stuff out. You're, you feel smart when you figure out like, oh, that's a Bray Wyatt thing or oh, the white rabbit means this and it's these coordinates or whatever versus here's a replay of a match you literally just watched in case you forgot, you idiot. What do you think of Vince's booking versus Triple H's booking? I think I know what you think. But let me know what you think in the comments. Thank you for listening. 10 Minutes of Wrestling. Don't you ever forget. I'm your friend. But if I ever see you in the ring, I can beat you. Don't you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah.